Hello and welcome to SWAT Radio with Doug McCary of His Light Ministries. So happy you are listening today. I am Taylor Johnson, and if you would like to join the discussion, please call us at 1-844-777-7928. That's 1-844-777-SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at SWATradio.com. That's A-S-K at SWATradio.com. And if you are listening to the podcast because you missed us live, you can also send us your questions via Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk. And we will be sure to answer those questions just as soon as we are back in the studio together again. Uh, so today is Tuesday. Doug, how's it going today? This good. Tuesday. It's, it's going good. Can you hear me? Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I, can I, I, I can't hear myself for some reason. I don't know. Uh, yeah. There we go. Uh, now I can hear. <laughs> it's uh, kind of weird when you can't hear yourself. Yeah. You know. Uh, but anyway. Uh, hey, I'm glad uh, that you're joining us today on this Tuesday, the ninth of March, and uh, a lot going on in the world that's kind of interesting. You know, you see these, these, all these different headlines of different things, and a lot of times you pass right by. Uh, the headlines because you go well, well we read we read everything these headlines like newspapers where we just some of us go to the sports section mm-hmm. some of us go to entertainment yeah and I, I, unfortunately that's the way a lot of us read the bible too <laughs> you know yeah. we just pick and choose but i did uh was reading about this big interview that oprah had oh yeah. with uh you know uh the prince and the Dutch and Duchess uh, of, yeah. of Sussex and yeah. Prince Harry. And, uh, you know, it was quite telling, uh, in that, uh, there's, there's a problem in the house <laughs> over there. Yeah. I mean, did you see any of it or read about any of it? I saw one like uh 30 second clip. Uh, yeah, I just, I don't feel any sympathy for, for them. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I took, to uh invoke victim status you know when you live the type of life that you live it just eh. i you know and plus we're american who really cares about the british royal family but uh you know yeah to me it just uh, came across as a little false and just a little bit that i that i saw or i should say disingenuous but well um al moeller spoke about it this morning on his briefing and he talked about um you know oprah is known for inclusivity Mm. and that's not always a good thing uh because uh inclusivity is if you look at in fact this week at swat we're going to be talking about the exclusivity of the gospel Mm. that's almost a bad word in our culture today exclusivity yeah and um but he, he makes the point about Oprah that back in 18 she was interviewed and she was talking about her truth, my truth, your truth, and talking about someone else, what her truth means Mm -hmm. as if truth itself is subjective. And, uh, for this particular lady, she was talking about it. Just truth was just being authentic. That's Mm -hmm. not just truth. Mm Mm-hmm. That's being authentic. That's yeah. why there's a word called authentic. Right. 
Now, authentic can be a truthful thing because you're revealing what you really are. But just because you believe something in your authenticity doesn't make it true. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, what she said in that article this lady wrote that Oprah referred to was you can't verify someone else's truth. <laughs> that, uh, they, you they, can't verify their journey. You can't uh, verify. That's theirs. That's their truth. And what happens is that gets spread out to include the truth about Jesus, the truth about the Bible, to even the truth about your gender, the truth about your um, what God says in his word about things. And we see compromise even in the church mm-hmm. in this area. And, you know, that is conflating truth with, you know, experience or emotion and that's what happens when truth is uh, taken away from a concrete, you know, uh, subjective, uh, wait, objective? Yeah, objective uh, place. You know what I mean? And it, it just becomes subjective. Uh, it becomes, you know, oh, this is how I feel. And that's what truth is. And so that's how you get people talking about their feelings. And, oh, that's the truth. Uh, because we don't have a truth that's anchored to anything that's real well if truth can't be verified yeah then it's merely someone's impression someone's ideology someone's in other words in every day we operate where people have absolutely exclusivity about truth Mm. for instance the next time you go up in an airplane Do you want a pilot who believes in truth or one who believes in subjective truth? Do you want him as it relates to their airplane when that altimeter says 30,000 feet to believe that it's 35,000 feet? Or what if he says, you know what? I think we're more like 15,000 feet. Mm. That's a dangerous thing. And it's the same way with God's word. And it's the same way in other areas. When you go to the bank, try that subjective truth line on them. Hey, I really believe I have $5,000 in my account, so give me give me a check. It doesn't work in a lot of areas. Yeah. Why? Because it's not reality, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, the truth is the truth, and unfortunately our culture, our society doesn't believe that anymore, and because we think that, you know, the you know, there is no absolute truth, uh then it really becomes Whoever has the most uh, power, whoever's the most aggressive, um, they can dominate and say, well, this is what the truth is. And I think that's what you're seeing in culture when it comes to, uh, you know, uh, like Black Lives Matter, wokeness and all the rest. It, it, it doesn't have to be attached to the truth. It's just we're the loudest, we're the most aggressive, and the rest of you are going to bow down to it because we're, you know, as a church and as a people, we're no longer confident in the truth and we're no longer passionate about uh upholding the truth and the the biblical standards well and jesus said not i am my truth <laughs> yeah he said i am the truth yeah the way and the life and he's very exclusive but that's not a very popular message Mm-mm. and if you start saying things like that you'll be persecuted you watch you're going to be marginalized now Let's be honest. In America, our our persecution looks very different. In fact, 
I hope you'll tune in next week on the radio, or if you want to come to one of the SWAT meetings, if you're a guy out there, I, I welcome you new, and you can join us online at the Zoom. If you send me an email at Doug at SWATradio.com, I'll send you a link to show up tomorrow or Thursday night. It's Thursday night at 7. But this week, we're looking at Peter and John and what happens after they preach this indicting message against the Jewish leaders. They're arrested, and they're held against their will. And how did they respond to that? And it gives us some good insight to how we are to respond when persecuting. But our persecution isn't we're going to be put on the uh, the block and our head chopped off. Our persecution might be we don't get a raise, or we might get alienated at work, mm-hmm. or we might be alienated in a relationship, or or we might be you know ostracized from a family member or from family. Uh, those things, but. As believers, we need to speak truth. And when people start questioning us, saying, well, that's not my truth, ask them, say, well, when you go to a doctor for your cancer, do you want him to give you the truth or your truth? Because your truth really is immaterial if it's not the truth. And that's the point. People can have their version of the truth, but it doesn't matter in terms of reality. And the reality is, is if you're struggling with a, a deadly cancer and the doctor says all these signs show that you have this, oh, I don't believe that. I don't believe that. I don't believe that. Well, you cannot believe it all you want if if there's indicators there and it's the truth, the markers are confirmed, then it doesn't matter what you believe. You can jump off the Empire State Building and believe you're not going to mm-hmm. hit the ground, but I, I don't see people taking that level of uh, truth to themselves. Why? Because they know they have to draw a line somewhere, right? Yeah. They do. It, it just doesn't cross over. But that's how we know it's absurd what they're saying because they only do it to a point. I don't know if you saw this article, but uh, three men in a polyamorous oh, homosexual yeah. mm-hmm. relationship – yeah have two adopted children that they got through in vitro fertilization of and surrogate moms and that's celebrated out in the world well, by cnn cnn's broadcasting and, this as if it's and a, they put a good thing all three of their names on the birth certificate yes it just and you have people the, the world's going to celebrate that yeah because uh even though According to what God says, this is a perversion of his design. We're celebrating those things now. And I think if we as believers continue to compromise, um, you know, maybe God will bring persecution in a physical sense to purify what's going on here. Yeah. Because. Uh, well, it, and if, if you don't hold the line somewhere and you keep compromising, keep compromising, yeah, eventually um the people that don't compromise are going to be looked at as crazy because there's a bunch of other people in the church who have compromised and so just be able to minimize those that really want to follow the bible and what it actually says well and you heard about the pope going to Ur. i think you Mm -hmm. brought it up last week didn't you Mm are talking about and he's talking about that the same god of israel yeah in the old testament prior to messiah who reject messiah and the God of uh, the Muslims 
is the same as the Christian God, and he's not the yeah. same God. He met with the Ayatollah today, I believe, or yesterday. So There you go. Yeah, uh, We are up against the break, so stick with us. We'll be back with more in a minute. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. If you'd like to contact SWAT Radio, the toll-free number is 1-844-777-7928. That's 844-777-7928 or 844-777-SWAT. You can also listen to this program through the WTRJ The Truth app from the App Store or over the Internet by accessing www.swatradio.com. We'll be back shortly for further discussion and to take your calls. Highway to Eternity Ministries is a ministry dedicated to encouraging those who have lost hope and coming alongside those who cannot find peace and are considered unfit for inclusion in Christ's church. They use published works to teach God's Word and share encouraging testimonies of transformed lives. Highway to Eternity Ministries serves as a parachurch ministry that comes alongside churches to share its passion and commitment through spiritual writings, nuances, and experiences to everyone who has an interest in the teachings of Jesus Christ. For more information, contact Jeff Andrews at 904-436-5175. Why you ever chose me has always been a mystery. All my life I've been told I belong. At the end of the line, will all the other not quite? Will all the never get it right? But it turns out they're the ones you were looking for all this time. Cause I'm just a no. That is Nobody by Casting Crowns. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. SWAT stands for Spiritual Warriors Advancing Truth. And just before the break, we were talking uh, a little bit about the news of the day. And and Doug uh, mentioned Oprah. And then you also got into Jesus saying that he is uh, the way, not a way, not my way. He is the way, the truth, and the life. And that really made me think about Oprah at one point in church said that God was jealous of her and of her money and so that she shouldn't give her money to God. And and then the her talking about my truth, you know, that's really comes to me. That's, that's a place of arrogance or ignorance, but a lot of times of arrogance to think that, you know, we know better than God, or we have a truth higher than the real truth or that we can, you know, in some way dictate and say what the truth is by saying, you know, this is my truth. And, uh, you know, so you brought those two things up and it really kind of clicked in my mind that, you know, that's just, well, Oprah actually said on her program one time, she said that, uh, well, you know, there are many ways to God. Mm-hmm. There are, you know, she was talking about that. And, and this was back years ago. And I remember people got really upset about it. And um, they got really upset. And um, she got into a little bit of a verbal altercation with some of the people who were guests on the program, mm. they, that people who were believers start questioning her about that. And, um, she, you know, she never recounted that, but if there are many ways to God, they all have to go through Jesus. I mean, there, there may be, there may be many ways that God gets our attention. Um, uh, you know, but, but the only way, the only way to be in a right relationship with God the Father is by receiving 
the resurrected Jesus as Messiah, which means prophet, priest, and king. Mm-hmm. He's your sacrifice. He is your teacher, and he is your king. Yeah. And a lot of times we don't hear that, man. A lot of times all we hear about is the priest, the priest, the sacrifice, and we just hold on to that component of Jesus. And we mm-hmm. talked about that a lot on the program. But you know, you know though, I, I was I think Oprah was onto something. You know, I think that uh every way is going to lead to God. It's just that is it going to oh. be condemnation and, and judgment, or is it going to be grace? Uh, you know, when at the end of your life when you get there. But right. I don't think that's the way she meant it. Oh no, no, no! You're right. Well, and the truth is, everybody's eternal. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, everybody is going to appear before God. You know, mm-hmm. I think of Philippians, where Paul says, "Listen, every knee will bow, mm-hmm. every tongue, tongue will confess yeah. that what." That Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. Right? Yeah. And he yeah. says on earth, in heaven on earth and below the earth, right? That, that That's going to happen, yeah. So, yeah. yeah, everybody's going to recognize, you know, at one point. Uh, but if you haven't made yourself right here and now, uh, when you get there, it could be devastating for you. Yeah, so, you know, one of, uh, one of the uh, friends of... Uh, ours um, posted something the other day that I just have to read (laughs) and because it was just so true it says we're you know we're a nation that accepts pornography but hates abuse Mm. we're a nation that doesn't believe in gender but fights for women rights Mm. think about Mm -hmm. what we're actually saying here Mm -hmm. we're a nation that believes no child should be left behind but we abort over 60 million babies. We're a nation where heroes have died. So our flag could fly over a free nation, but we give the title heroes to wealthy athletes who kneel in disrespect Mm. and say, we don't have a great nation. We're a nation, not perfect by you, but just not, not, you know, just we're not perfect, but Mm -hmm. we're one of, the greatest nations on earth that have helped a lot of people you don't have people scouring to get into china or russia Mm -hmm. you don't even though they're superpowers right we're a nation where political parties ignore the corruption of their own party while condemning the corruption of the other both sides do that Mm -hmm. we're a nation of laws yet we're a nation where that only applies if you're not politically powerful or a celebrity Mm -hmm. we're a nation that has god and god we trust on our money but we're the aclu sues people who make his name known in public (laughs) we're the greatest nation on earth yet we consume more antidepressants than any other nation in the world Mm. and we're a nation that pledges we're one yet we're a nation so divided and we wonder why everybody's confused. I mean, like I, I thought it was a great point to yeah. to just say, you know, and 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 even this, this that's what that's where believing that your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth gets you mm-hmm. all this confusion to the point now that you've got drag kings 
are saying they're feeling left out because drag queens are reading in public libraries and the drag kings, which is a woman who is dressing up flamboyantly like a man, wants to go in and read to young children. Yeah, it, 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 We are in a very, very, very tough place. And... And the church is, there's people in the church that say, you know, drag, drag queen story hour is, you know, that's just part of, uh, you know, being in a free society. You know, we, we, the church is just quiet about all of this stuff and letting the culture and the country keep going further and further into confusion and, and chaos. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like we, we just live in a time where people did what's right in their own mm-hmm. eyes that's yeah. what it means when you have your own truth mm-hmm. and that's what happens and so uh i pray for our country i pray for our leaders and i pray that the church would rise up and and be bold yeah i mean we're gonna see this week at swat next week on the radio and we already see it even when peter's preaching today as he's preaching to these religious leaders, I mean, I want you to take take into account what is going on because we're looking at Acts chapter 3. And uh, I used an illustration yesterday. If you if you didn't hear yesterday's broadcast, I encourage you to go, go to the website, swapradio.com, and listen because I share about an encounter I had years ago with a, a guy who – loved on a couple of different people cared for them him and his wife invested in them they grew into his company he had this big company major company and these people that he invested in that gave responsibility and blessings to ended up stealing millions of dollars from him and and mistreating him in the process and he just said all i want you to do is repent I just want, I saw, I don't want you to go to jail. And they all ended up going to jail because they didn't take his offer. Now transpose that over to this text. And Peter's saying to these people, listen, you, you, you can take this invitation and you don't have to suffer eternal punishment. And I think a lot of times, Taylor, a lot of people feel like hell is a myth. Mm-hmm. Hell is not a reality that hell is just, you know, I'll take my chances. I've actually had people say, I'll take my chances with that. Or all the fun people are in hell anyway. Yes. Like they're going to be having a big party mm-hmm. down there. Ain't going to be no party. Yeah. Because that that is going to be, there's no help. There's no hope. And it's eternal torment. I want you to imagine for a second the worst pain you've ever felt in your life, multiply that times a thousand, and there's nobody that helps you, and nobody cares, and you deal with it all alone in darkness. That's what it's going to be like. For eternity. Yeah, yeah, forever and ever and ever and ever. And, you know, there's a story that Jesus tells about the rich man and Lazarus where he, he begged, please, you notice he doesn't say Mm -hmm. rescue me get me he says go warn my brothers Mm -hmm. why because he realized it was too late for himself but he wanted his brothers not to have to endure that 
So if you're listening today, we're talking about the indictment of rejection of Messiah. And maybe that's you. Maybe you've received Messiah the way so many people did, even that Peter had preached to and he was preaching to right now. Because a lot of people loved Jesus when he was healing people. Where they didn't love him was when he didn't throw the Romans out. Where they didn't love him was when he put demands on them they couldn't uh, take. Like when he said, listen, you got to eat of my body. And they're going, what's he talking mm-hmm. about? And they didn't even want to inquire about it. They just started leaving him. And he turns to Peter and says, are you going to leave too? He goes, Lord, where are we going to go? You alone have the words of life. The issue for believers in Jesus Christ is not a life of perfection, but it's a life bent in the direction that Jesus is your king, your prophet, and your priest. And we are all guilty of rejecting Messiah until we receive him. And so this is what happens a lot of times. I think young people, especially kids, they get wrapped up into praying a prayer and they have no idea what's going on. Oh, I know my kid prayed a prayer. And then he gets in high school, he rebels. In college, he rebels. As an adult, he rebels. And he's 45 years old, not living for Jesus, never has a day in his life. But I know he prayed a prayer when he was eight years old. So I know he's saved. Folks, you're not saved by a prayer. You're not saved by a prayer. You're saved by Messiah. If you're not connected to Messiah, you can pray all day long. There were a lot of people that prayed. In fact, you know what I was reading this morning, Taylor? I know we got to go to break. King Herod wanted to see Jesus. Mm. He wanted Jesus to do a sign. But then when Jesus didn't do what he wanted, yeah. he mocked him. Mm-hmm. And that's what so many people do. So when we come back, we're going to look at this indictment of rejection in Acts 3, 12 through 18. I hope people will come back and join us. All right, stick with us. We will be back with more after the news. We'd like to give a special thanks to our sponsors, Ace Door and Window, as well as a special thanks to our sponsors, Tom Neal Trucking, and a special thanks to our sponsor, Jeff Andrews of Highway to Eternity Ministries. If you would like to sponsor the program, please email us at Doug at SWATradio.com. That's D-O-U-G at SWATradio.com. Uh, you can follow us on Facebook and Twitter at SWAT Radio Talk is the handle. That is at SWAT Radio Talk, and you can download our SWAT app in the App Store. You're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. SWAT Radio, that is Brother by Need to Breathe. If you are just joining us, we are looking at Acts chapter 3, verses 11 through 26 this week, um, really getting into Peter's uh, prosecution, quote-unquote, no, of the case. He's, he's acting much more like a prosecutor here, and here's the interesting thing, is it 
today preachers act more like a defense attorney for the people yeah. instead of a prosecutor. Yeah, well, you mentioned, you know, that there's a lot of people who don't think there's a hell. And, you know, I mean, that's in the church. You know, Rob Bell's Love Wins. Uh, you know, so yeah, pe- preachers are definitely not acting much like prosecutors. Yeah. And, uh, I, I think what I'm gonna have you do Taylor is read verses 12 through 18 of three, just that though, just those verses 12 through 18 where God calls us all to respond to Messiah. And he, he's doing this through Peter's message by revealing first his indictment, which is the charges of rejection. And he, He's specifically saying to these leaders and to the people there, Israel murdered Messiah. That was huge because they weren't supposed to murder Messiah. They were supposed to tell people about Messiah, Mm -hmm. but instead they handed him over to be murdered. And so read verses 12 through 18, and we'll come back and uh, we'll, we'll take a look at that. And when Peter saw it, he addressed the people, men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? Or why do you stare at us as though by our own power or piety we have made him walk? The Lord of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob, the God of our fathers, glorified his servant Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate, when he had decided to release him. But you denied the holy and righteous one, and asked for a murderer to be granted to you, and you killed the author of life, whom God raised from the dead. To this we are witnesses." And his name, by faith in his name, has made this man strong, whom you see and know. And the faith that is through Jesus has given the man the perfect health in the presence of you all. And now, brothers, I know that you acted in ignorance, as you did. Excuse me, as did also your rulers. But what God foretold by the mouth of all the prophets that his Christ would suffer, he he thus fulfilled. So. Here's the thing, you know, we verses 1 through 11, we covered last week, and it's the healing of the lame beggar. And this was the second message Peter preached. And in both cases, God gave him this unbelievable introduction. The first message, it was Pentecost, the coming of the Holy Spirit, people speaking in unknown languages that had never been trained in it, the pouring out of the Spirit, you know, uh, like tongues of fire this whirling sound, and people were drawn together. So there was a crowd that were waiting to listen. Here, there was a guy who had been born lame who had been there for over 40 years, and these people knew who he was. And so Peter comes and says, in the name of Jesus. And by the way, the whole theme of Acts, in fact, the theme of the whole Bible is Messiah, in Jesus. Jesus mm-hmm. is the point of it all. The Genesis through Revelation, it's all about Jesus. He's the main subject and point of all scripture. And most people, you know, you can usually tell if people are saying, yeah, this is God's rule book, they don't really get what it's about. Mm-hmm. Does he have rules in here and commands? Of course he does. But the point of all of scripture is Jesus Christ. It's to point to him uh, from the beginning, actually back in Genesis chapter 3. The very first prophecy was in Genesis mm-hmm. 3. Uh, and so you see all these different prophecies, oh, almost 200 different names for Jesus. In the New Testament, his name is mentioned over 
800 times. And the theme is Jesus of Nazareth is Messiah. You've rejected him. Repent. And so Peter is revealing in verses 12 to 18 this indictment of charges you murdered. He starts off verse 12, men of Israel. It's what he said back the first time, right? Mm-hmm. He's kind of a general greeting. Hey, people of Israel, you men, listen, why do you wonder at this? Well, what's he talking about there? He's talking about what he just did. What do you, why do you, why are you wondering that I just did this? He says, why do you stare and think we did it? In other words, me and John, we didn't do this. We were just instruments, mm-hmm. which is a great humbling thing that Peter is pointing that out, that it's not him. I mean, can you imagine having that gift flow through you mm-hmm. to be able to take somebody? I mean, I, I, I said last week, I absolutely believe God heals, but he gave these apostles special gifts of healing for specified times, and this was one of those. And it would have been very easy for Peter to get all puffed up about that, wouldn't it? Yeah. But remember what happened to Peter before this? He denied him three times. Mm -hmm. Three times, not once. And he said, I won't deny you. They may, they, they may, but I'll die with you. And he mm-hmm. said, Peter, you're going to deny me. Hey, Satan's asked to sift to you, but when you're strengthened, strengthen your brothers. And I don't think Peter ever really got away from that. I think mm-hmm. he, he was reminded of that as he's going through this. And he's out there. He says, men of Israel, why do you wonder at this? And he said, why are you, why are you wondering if we did this? And then he says that he uses the covenant name in verse 13, the God of Abraham, God of Isaac, the God of Jacob, our fathers. And this is Israel's covenant name. It's it's the reason he uses Jacob instead of Israel here, because sometimes it'll say God of Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, the God of Israel is because he changed Jacob's name to say, you are going to father all these tribes and Mm -hmm. these nations, right? Well, when he uses Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, that is the covenant name of the promise he gave to Abraham back in Genesis chapter 12. He said, I'm going to give you a people. Remember how old was Abraham? 100. Mm-hmm. His wife, 90. I, I, he made a covenant, a one-way covenant with him. I'm going to give you a people. I'm going to give you a land, and you're going to bless all the families through the earth. So this is that covenant name Peter's invoking here. It's the same name Moses invoked in Exodus chapter 3 when he was talking to Pharaoh. It's the same name that Elijah invoked over in uh, 1 Kings chapter 18. It's the same name that King Hezekiah invoked. It is Israel's covenant name. And he says, this God, the covenant God, glorified his son or servant. It may say either one of those the word there is the word pais, P-A-I-S, which really means, is better translated child. He glorified his child, and he said, so that's one of the names and descriptions of Messiah. So here Peter as a prosecutor is laying out the victim of the crime. He's laying out the charges against him, and he's saying, this is the son of the covenant God. And it says, notice what he says next. He said, whom you delivered. That word delivered is the same word that means to arrest or to hand over to 
somebody for execution. Mm. So he said, you did this. So that's one title, his child, the child of the covenant God of Israel. But he also uses the name Jesus. He says, you delivered over and denied in the presence of Pilate. Now, why is that significant? Well, Pilate was a pagan. And weren't the Jews supposed to be the people that God blessed the world through? Mm -hmm. So instead of denying him in his presence, they should have been pointing to him in his presence, and they didn't. He said, his child Jesus, whom you delivered over and denied. So the second name or description is Jesus, the name itself, which is the Greek version of the Old Testament name Joshua, Yeshua, which means salvation is of the Lord. So his very name means salvation comes from God, not working your way into God's presence, but him coming and redeeming you. Salvation is of the Lord. He wants you to look to him. So he uses that title. But notice in verse 14, he uses two more titles. He uses the Holy One and the Righteous One. The Holy One is referring to his nature, his character, his inner being, who he is, his very nature. And uh, we see that back in Psalm 16, which is a messianic psalm. It says that he will not let his holy one see decay. Acts 2, Peter's first message, he talks about him being holy one. The same term, it's that inner character. right? But he also says, and righteous one. That is the behavior. Now, I read this morning, I was reading in my my daily readings, and I read uh, Luke uh, chapter 23. Do you know that in that one chapter, three times, Pilate says, this man's innocent. Pilate said he's innocent three times. You know who else said he was innocent? The man on the cross. Mm -hmm. So his innocence was visible. Mm -hmm. They had to trump up charges against him. And here's the thing. Peter's laying out, you killed the child of the covenant God. You kill the guy whose name means salvation is of the Lord. You killed the holy one, holy in nature. You killed the righteous one, holy in behavior. You killed, next in verse 15, the author of life. He gave you life, and you took his life. You did this. He said you denied him. You delivered him. And you killed him in front of, and he says, you ask for a murderer. Now, who was that? Barabbas. Yeah, you know what bar means? Son of. Mm. Abbas is father. Son of, son of a father. Mm. That's a general name of a son of a father. But Jesus was son of the father. Mm. The, the, the father the one true living God. He's already laid that out. And finally, in verse 15, verse 15, he says, whom God raised from the dead. The last title is the one God raised from the dead. Now, stop and think about it for a second. Did you see the Gladiator movie? Mm -hmm. Best scene in the whole movie. He's in in the arena, and uh, he's just defeated this guy. The emperor wants to know who he is. The emperor thought he had killed this guy as a general in the Roman army, his name was Maximus uh, Meridius. And he goes, who are you gladiator? And he wouldn't tell him he turned his back. 
And he finally said, don't turn your back. And he turns around and he says, I'm Maximus Decimus Meridius, father to a murdered son that you killed, husband to a murdered wife you killed, and I will have my revenge. Now, I bet old Commodus was puckering up right about then. (laughs) He was feeling pretty tight. So when we come back, we'll look at what he means by the one God raised from the dead. All right, you're listening to SWAT Radio. Stay tuned. This program has the potential to reach millions of men each week. If you'd like to learn how you can support this unique program that is helping men understand the truth about Jesus through God's Word and how to impact their lives and the lives of others, then go to www.swatradio.com. Then click on the donate link to help SWAT Radio pass on the truth for the next generation. We're so grateful for having people like Tom Neal Truck Company sponsoring SWAT Radio. Tom Neal Truck Company is located at 417 Edgewood Avenue South in Jacksonville, Florida. Tom Neal is a full-service franchise truck dealer for Freightliner, Western Star, Volvo, Isuzu, and Sprinter vans offering new and used truck sales, service, parts, and truck rental, and leasing to the North Florida and South Georgia truck market. More information on Tom Neal Truck Company is located at www.tomneal.com. That's www.tomnehl.com. I push, I pull, go back and forth, finding myself. Pounding on a locked door, I try to make it out alone without your help. But I know I never win this war. I can never be, never be free without That is Freedom Hymn by Austin French. Welcome back to SWAT Radio. If you are just joining us, we are looking at uh, Acts chapter 3, verses 12 through 26 this week. And today we're focusing uh, mostly on 12 through 18. If you would like to join the discussion, if you have any questions about that or anything that we've talked about today, you can call us at 1-844-777-7928. One eight four four seven 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 nine two eight. That's one eight four four triple seven SWAT. Or you can email us at ask at swatradio.com. That's a s k ask at swatradio.com. You know, Taylor, we were talking about that movie Gladiator and that one scene where um, Commodus, the emperor of Rome at the time, in the movie, uh, thought he had killed. Um, the one who was a threat to his power because all the people loved Maximus as a general. Mm-hmm. He was, he was a true leader and you stop and think about some of the parallels. Why did they kill? Why did the religious leaders kill Jesus? He was a threat to their power. Mm-hmm. He was a real leader. They were hypocrites. Commodus just wanted the, the to be emperor because of what it could do for him. He never cared about the people of Rome. All he wanted was all the benefits. And so he thought he had killed Maximus. And when he realized that he was alive, he was very fearful and very, he was, he says, I don't know what to do. I mean, he, he was, he didn't know what to do. And I just imagine these people, these are the same people who were crying his blood be on us and our children back in matthew chapter 27 we have no king but caesar 
You think they thought about those words when Peter goes, you know, the one who God raised from the dead that we've been telling you about. I've already preached one message about it. See, we don't get everything Peter said, you know, recorded here. This is not, he, you got to remember he was preaching for between probably two and three hours, him and John. And we know that because when they came to the temple, it was the ninth hours, 3 p.m. Well, when they get arrested, it's in the evening Mm. and they, and they have to hold them overnight because it's, dark and they don't want to deal with it at night and so and when you think about him laying out this indictment of rejection i just want to go over he 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 invokes the covenant name of god god of abraham isaac and jacob and he he gives basically six different descriptions of who messiah was he was god's the covenant god's child he was jesus his name means salvation is of the lord he was the holy one, the holy in character. He was the righteous one, holy in behavior. He was the author of life. It says, verse 15, he's the one that gave life to people, and you killed him. He's the one God raised from the dead. You denied him, and instead it says you chose a murderer who was Barabbas. But Barabbas was just a face. Barabbas was just a a face for who the real murderer was, who is Satan. He's the real murderer. I mean, Satan is a murderer, father of lies. It is him. And, you know, we can easily jump on the bandwagon to beat up on the people that were there then and say, oh, I wouldn't have done that. How could they do that, all the stuff he did? Well, again, we do the same thing today. When Jesus doesn't meet our expectations, we mock him or doubt him, or leave him, um, does he really have his rightful place of ownership in our life? Is he really my king? Is he really my prophet that reveals the truth of God to me? Do I care about him? Do I spend time with him? And our, our tendency is to lump him into a category like a lot of people did here is if he does what I want him to do, then I like that Jesus. Mm. Um, I love, I think it was C.S. Lewis who was writing about Aslan, uh, Mm. who was kind of a picture of Christ Mm -hmm. in his books. And somebody said, is he safe? Mm. And he says, no, he's not safe. He's, he's loving. You can trust him, but he's not safe. And, um, you know, uh, coming back from the dead, when he uses that last title, the one God raised from the dead, I have to believe that they were, because keep in mind what's been going on. The guy who had been proclaiming that he saw him raised from the dead and was one of his followers who pr- previously had denied him. Do you think Peter didn't tell people that? Do you think he didn't say, hey, before he was resurrected, I denied him. Yeah, and you know, and some of it was, you know, there was three different times, but there was other people around who saw, you know, him being asked. So it would have been something. But but now, yeah, I I I know the truth. I've seen him. We've seen him. John has seen him. I've seen him. And the stark difference in those two uh, reactions. And in his name and by his power, rise and walk. They saw the difference in that man, and so 
uh, he realizing that they must have been feeling an enormous amount of conviction said brothers and now brothers i know you acted in ignorance as did your rulers and he says but what god foretold by the mouth of all the prophets that as christ would suffer he fulfilled in other words what he's saying what you meant for harm god meant for good joseph said that yeah I mean, yeah, it didn't relieve Joseph brothers of Mm -hmm. the responsibility of what they had done. But he was saying it was part of God's plan. And, And he's trying to get them to a place of understanding that now he's about to offer you repentance. I'm here today on his behalf extending this to you. Even though you chose a murder, even though you denied the Messiah, even though you delivered him over brothers, I know that you did that in ignorance. Now what's interesting about that. If you go back to numbers 15, Leviticus four and five, even Hebrews nine in the new Testament, there's this idea there that in the Jewish system, if you acted in ignorance and broke God's law, then you were, it was a coverable offense. But if you didn't act in ignorance, you just outright rebelled. You were killed on the spot. Mm. That's the way it was. And and so he says, I know you acted ignorantly. Messiah must suffer. Psalm 22 said that. Isaiah 53, Zechariah said it, Zechariah 12. And what we're going to look at tomorrow, if people want to tune in, is that not only does Peter reveal the indictment, and bring the charges to bring that full weight to bear. But now he's God's instrument to remind them of his invitation to repent, that they're still not beyond the scope of his love and still not beyond the scope of his power to change and heal. And so if somebody's listening out there and maybe you've blown it, maybe you've rejected Messiah for most of your life. Oh, not openly, harshly. Uh, Maybe it's covert. Maybe you've just created this own version of Jesus in your mind and and everything's been good because he's never really challenged you because you've not really invested to really get to know the Jesus of the Bible. The more you know about him, uh, really the more dangerous he is for your earthly good mm-hmm. a lot of times because what what happens is as you take stands for him, especially right now in our culture, you're going to be putting you know, more and more markers on yourself for the enemy to say, Mm -hmm. Oh, you think you really love Jesus? Oh, you really want to serve him? I'll show you what that looks like, you know? Yeah. So, yeah. And you know, you know, I don't know if you've been, I've been hearing whispers of, you know, things that are coming down the pipe, not just as far as Christians, but as far as just the, the way the country might go. And it's going to become a test. I think if those things are true, that, uh, we're really going to have to really count it, you know, count all his loss to follow him. And, you know, that might mean you can't live in a house. You can't buy a house. You can't buy food. Uh, you know, and there's going to be a high cost of suffering. I think that's possible for us. Yeah. Well, you know, our guest on Thursday is really good at bringing out some of this stuff. And I, I was re his name is Ray comfort and Ray has, uh, 
you know, he, he's preached a lot. And one way he, 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 he shares with people is we were talking about this whole idea of, about God and being accountable to God. And, you know, he gives one of his tests is he says, you know, for people to deny God, they, they have an ulterior motive. We talked about that, but he said, could it be that atheists can't find God for the same reason that a thief can't find a policeman? Mm -hmm. You know, could it be that uh, our love for sin is clouding our judgment? If the Bible is true, and Jesus has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel, then don't we owe it to ourselves just to check it out even? And he says, here's one way to do it. Ask yourself these questions. Have I always loved my creator with all my heart, mind, soul, and strength? Yes or no? Answer it. Uh, Have I made a God in my own image, a God that suits myself, whether it's Jesus, a version of Jesus, or what? Have I ever used God's name in vain? Yes or no? Have I always honored my parents implicitly? Have I murdered? God considers hatred murder. He says if you hate somebody, it's like you murder them. Have I committed adultery? He says if you um, lust after someone, that's committing adultery with them. Or have I stolen? Have I lied? Have I coveted? If you've guilty of even one, James says it's like breaking every law that he has. Then you sin, and the wages of sin is death. So I encourage you to reach out to Jesus as Messiah. And it's no formula. Just call out to him and say, I really want you to be my Messiah. Help me to understand what that means. So uh, if you're out there, share that message with others if you've already done that. Yeah, and make sure you tune in on Thursday to uh, listen to Ray, Ray Com- Comfort talk more about uh, that and his uh, atheist pamphlet. Just Our test is just one of the things that he's done that we're reading from uh, this week. So you've been listening to SWAT Radio. If you missed any of this program or would like to listen to past programs, please visit us at www.swatradio.com. That's www.swatradio.com. Or you can listen to our podcast by searching SWAT Radio. You can also download our SWAT app in the App Store We'll see you then. Uh, Thanks for tuning in. We'll see you uh, tomorrow. That's okay. (laughs) Then go to SWATradio.com. Click on past shows where you can listen to the broadcast. Also, if you're looking for a band of brothers that gather around God's word to be a part of, then go to SWATradio.com and email one of our hosts, and they can get you plugged in to one of the local SWAT Bible studies. Tune in next time to explore how SWAT Radio is strengthening spiritual.